On the show today, we're taking a break from our usual guests. Instead of talking investment, we're talking Ghost, the musical. Stay tuned. Welcome to Property Matters. Welcome along to another Monday of Property Matters. Great to have you tuning in. Now, you may have seen some of our publicity. We were going to catch up with the fabulous Lisa and Lorraine about all things that's happening in the investment space around the Point Chev area. But unfortunately, these winter chills and bugs have knocked them down. So we've brought in a little treat for you today, something very different. It is the cast from the Barfoot and Thompson season of Ghost the Musical. Welcome to the studio team. Hey, thanks very much. Great to have you here, and very different. But you know, for our audience listening, especially all around Auckland, this is a fabulous show to come and see coming up in August. And it's a show that hasn't been done much in New Zealand, from my understanding. The sort of COVID mucked those plans up, so you guys are sort of breaking some new ground. Now, I'll welcome everyone in, and then get you to talk a little bit about your role. We've got assistant director to the show, Toma. Welcome. Great to have you here. Thanks for having me. Excellent. And. And uh, cast members, so playing the roles of Sam, because I understand there's two of you, you're multiplying. Yes. Um, we yes. have the fabulous Zach and the fabulous Anton. Welcome to the Thanks show. Thanks very much. Thanks Excellent. Uh, Gray is here who plays Carl, and we'll have to unpack who Carl is shortly. Welcome, Gray. Thank you. And then to throw into the mix, we have a swing, and that is Adam. Adam, I'm going to start with you. Do you want to explain what a swing is for the audience listening, trying to work out what we're talking about? Um, so... A swing is someone who covers multiple tracks. So for um, for myself, I cover both the track of Sam and Carl while also regularly playing in the ensemble. Um, so it means I sort of have to uh, get into my head that I play multiple, that I could end up playing Sam or Carl, but um, yeah, I have to also work in the ensemble bit. Right, so multitasking. Multi- that's quite a lot to learn then, I imagine. Uh yeah, it's a lot. There's there's loads of lines and um, songs. Yeah, nice. Well, before we unpack sort of your roles, um, I'm going to look to Zach because judging by some of his pre-show comments, he's done a lot of show research. Uh, Zach, tell our audience what is the story of Ghost all about. So the story of Ghost is is a lot about in terms. If you've ever watched the film, which is a '90s film, which include Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg. Breaks down that story very well, comes back, adds a musical element to it. But it's a story about love, passion, has a lot of humour into it. But as you see the story involved, it grabs a lot of respect in terms of what really life is about and understanding that you shouldn't really focus so much on different things in your life because you never know what is going to go wrong. Um, so you get a lot of that aspect mm. of it and you need to look in terms of what kind of passions you have and focus on them 100% because you don't know when it's going to change. No, it's kind of that whole don't take a person for granted as well, eh? You know, as you say, things can change in a heartbeat. So you play Sam. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, this is awkward. Am I going to give away spoilers for the next 40 minutes? But um, tell us a little bit about Sam's journey. So Sam's journey starts, he's a professional banker and um, very career-driven, which aligns in terms of myself a lot. But he um, goes through that journey and he's very in love with 
his partner Molly and spends a lot of his beginning of his journey in that relationship and everything seems to take a turn for Sam. And as it takes for a turn, without giving too much, um, he realises life really isn't what it was. Although he was very aware about how life changes at an instant, um, yeah, it's hard not to give away too much. Yeah, it is hard to give away too much. Everything changes for an instant, and you really see kind of where Sam's personal drives and his connections change very suddenly for him. Um, mm, Anton, obviously, you know. He becomes a ghost. He does. Yeah. What's it like then if you're sharing this role, playing then Sam as a ghost versus Sam before he dies? Um, I think like Zach was mentioning, it, it, it's interesting looking at the contrast of, of car- how how he, his journey goes um, prior to, you know, him, him dying um, is interesting in that. You know, at the start, he is very career-driven. He's got his focus, he's got his goals and aspirations, and his life with Molly, he's trying to set up, and and all of those things going on. And then that all that all obviously flips quite quickly um, <laughs> when he dies. And I think that's quite symbolic in in terms of some of the other characters. They have they can go through a similar journey too. Um, I don't want to give away too much mm. about what else happens, but those who've seen the movie will will know what I'm talking about with um, Carl, who we'll, we'll probably go into shortly. Um, in that, yeah, it's 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 a very sort of poignant moment in the show when he dies. But how his views on everything change after that, and obviously there's you know a big issue he's trying to resolve after he dies. But there's also just uh, the way he views, um, you know, I was going to say life, but he's dead. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but you know um, how his I guess uh, soul kind of changes his views around um, even Molly um, and how he how open he is with her about how he feels and and obviously all the other um, things he's got going on that suddenly don't matter um, you know they were the, the the initial goal he had and, and suddenly now it's redundant because he's dead but yeah. he's, he's still there able to kind of process that which is an interesting take on life because we obviously don't really get to see that in real life but um yeah, yeah. so tell us about Molly 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 is a character. Um, she, <laughs> I think, I think um, in the story, she compliments Sam very well, and, and obviously their their love journey is built as um, as compliments to each other. Um, but I, I think that's done a lot through contrast. Obviously, Sam is is very motivated and driven, and you know he's Wall Street guy, and he, he's got aspirations about you know capital gain, and you know he mm. wants to he wants to go far down that road. Whereas she's an artist, you know she's a sculptor, and she wants to uh, she views views life through quite a different lens. I think, um, but I think that that's a really nice compliment uh, for the two. So you know he'll come in, and he's he's all you know wound up about things, and she'll you know I can imagine she. Um, you know, comes and is like, put things in perspective, Sam, you know, life's beautiful sort of thing. And I think he, he needs a bit of reminding about that. And then equally, I think he's, um, you know, probably a bit, you know, I want, you know, I want to do things one way and, and that's how I want to do it. And, um, and, you know, she can kind of be like, no, it's okay. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, cool. so I think she, she compliments him really well. And I think, um, yeah, I think it's it's a nice match. So it's it obviously that journey that they build throughout the story is is um, 
plays on the emotions a bit. Um, but once you pass away or mm. pass through or wherever you pass, she can't see you, can she? No. So what's it like acting with someone on stage who's never making eye contact with very you? Very funny. Is it? It yeah. must be strange. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. We've um, we've been running quite a few of the, the later scenes in the first act and, um, you know, she uh, she can't see him a lot of the time mm. and... Um, and uh, I think I, I don't want to go too much into the details of the show to keep some intrigue there for people to come see it. But um, one of the other characters can see him a lot of the time. Um, and so it's, there's a lot of humour brought in when, you know, a couple of people on stage yeah. know that he's there and a couple others don't. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a very fun playoff. Um, but obviously not something that a lot of us have experienced on stage before um, in terms of even just the logistical side of it where you can upstage and get in the way of people and do things like that because in theory you're invisible yeah yeah um but i think for for the mollies it's it's quite interesting as well because they have to definitely keep this kind of straight face when you're um in their way oh yeah <laughs> now i mentioned at the start that you're both playing sam so is this a covid world thing now that we're seeing double casts appearing more and more yeah absolutely and um as you can see like when you look at COVID come to play, when you look at everything in terms of theatre, the life of theatre, the show has always had to go on. As a lot of audience members don't understand, if a show doesn't go on, it's in a very expensive situation if a show doesn't happen. There's a lot of cogs within the piece of what happens in terms of a show from the likes of every single person, whether it be... From costume, backstage, makeup, cast members, everyone else, there's a lot of cogs that a lot of audience members don't realise. Um, so when COVID came into play, it brought a very real draw to the operation that happened. Um, and so it comes into the like of Adam, who's here with us today, um, and a few of the other swings, it's an amazing and very crucial role to really have those actors available to fill in those spaces and it is such a huge, huge role, as Adam was saying, in terms of learning the lines from multiple roles to be able to come in at any point. Um, it's big enough for yeah. as a single actor to learn some of those roles, whether it be lead or supporting role or an ensemble role. To do that across multiple is crazy. But ultimately creating hopefully a safety net that the show will go on every night. Absolutely. Yeah, without the risk of Absolutely. being away. Tom, as assistant director, is it a bit of, you know, having to juggle rehearsing multiple people? You know, I guess in the old days it was very one cast, everyone's busy. I'm guessing for these guys there's a bit more sitting around than they would normally have. Does that become a bit of a challenge in itself? Absolutely. Um, every scene that we block, we want to be able to do it with both teams and both sets of actors. And then we've also got the swings we're trying to juggle in there, who at the same time are trying to learn whole dances with the ensemble, um, which they will hopefully be performing right. every show. They shouldn't have to fill in these roles. So we're juggling three groups of people with very little time to pull a show together and trying to get things done as quickly as possible is quite a challenge when you've got, yeah, three different teams to work While with. in the mix dealing with people dying on stage. Absolutely. That's been one of my f personal favourite challenges to work with. Is <laughs> Killing the cast off. Absolutely. No, uh, there's some very cool technical logistics that happen on stage as there's a number of 
deaths throughout the piece. And how do you make it look like someone's a ghost? How do you make it look like there's a body on the stage? How do you make it look like they've died in a convincing way? Mm. Um, all new challenges for me, and I'm really enjoying working with the team to tackle them. Do you think people of my generation who remember as a teenager watching this film will come and still feel you've honoured that original story, or are you doing quite a modern take, or where does it sit? Absolutely. I think they'll um, see a lot of the movie in there. We're working very much based off the movie just adding a few modern touches where we can to keep it relevant for the the youth of today and um, with all our new technology we have. But we're very much trying to stay true to that original movie and that original story. Brilliant. All right, I'm going to bring Grey into the mix here. Carl, who is Carl in this Carl? show? We know Sam and Molly. Yeah. Who is Carl? Carl is Sam's colleague and one of his best friends. They work together on Wall Street in New York. And um, he plays a relatively central role in the story and uh, to the plot. And I would say that he's a bit of a layered character without giving too much away. <laughs> you know, it's like peeling back the layers of that onion. You're going to cry. You can enjoy the onion, but you're going to cry. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, what's it like taking on this role? <laughs> it's it's interesting because throughout the play, and again, without giving too much away, Carl as a character, his his motivations change, I feel, um, initially internally, and then the audience and the other characters will hopefully see that development as the play moves forward. So, yeah, it's um, it's been interesting getting into Carl. Okay. Mm. Adam, what's it like having all these older actors to look up to and work with? That must be pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's actually absolutely thrilling. I'm seeing a lot of uh, really experienced um, actors who I've never worked with before. And uh, as a teenager who's still in school, um, it's an awesome opportunity because I get to work with like some absolutely, you know, I've said it already, but they're, they're mm. just incredible. And I'm watching them and it's just wow. Nice. Um, and I'm trying to take on as much of that as I can in my mentality and how I perform um, to... You know, just take what I can see from them um, and bring it into my myself as an actor. Brilliant. Going around the room now, tell us a little bit about your own journey in theatre that's led up to playing this role today. So, Gray, when, when did theatre start for you? Oh and with that goodness. accent, I'm guessing you're not a West Aucklander from Glen Eden. I'm not a West Aucklander. Um, I'm originally from Bermuda, but I grew up in the US, hence the strong accent. And I got into theatre when I was 21 years old. I was in uni, and I was invited to take part in a student production. And it went really well, and it kind of ignited my passion for um, performance art. So I've been kind of travelling around over the last, I'd say, like five, six years acting, mostly in the UK, but I um, also did a bit of work in Bermuda, which is where I'm from, um, which I said. And, yeah, been in Germany, and now I'm in New Zealand. I've been here for about eight and a half months. I'm loving it. And I'm, yeah, looking forward to playing Carl. So stepping outside of Ghost for a second, mm. what other roles have you enjoyed? Like, was there a favourite so far? Ooh, I would say my favourite was probably my first, and it was the most intense. So when I, after I did that student production at the age of 21, um, the following year, I walked into an audition at my university for... A Midsummer Night's Dream, Shakespeare, and I just wanted to be in the choir, in the chorus, off on the side. I said, maybe I'll get a small role, I can harmonize, maybe. 
and I got a <laughs> call back, and I got a double roll of Oberon Theseus, and I'd never learned lines before. Wow. wow. I had never done any proper stage blocking costume makeup, so it was a very intense <laughs> three-and-a-half-month rehearsal period, followed by about two-and-a-half weeks of shows, and it took a lot out of me because I was juggling studies with that as well, intense studies, my ma- uh, master's in journalism. But I made it, and I said, yeah, this is something I, I can do. Brilliant. Mm. So now you're here in New Zealand, are you juggling sort of day jobs in theatre, or is theatre your world, or like many artists having to do that juggle a little bit? I love theatre, and I am juggling as yeah. well. So I am working for a radio station. We launched last week. I don't know if I can plug it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Absolutely. We're all for one and one for all around Wonderful. It's uh, Radio Aotearoa. It is on Freeview Channel 71. We're based in South Auckland, and I assist with the breakfast show. I'm one of the hosts for the morning breakfast show, and I do a bit of production as well. Great. And before that, I worked in a bar. I could have a day off. You could have come here and pushed all the buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Adam, tell us your journey in the arts. It started at high school. Um, yeah, so not quite as long as Grey's. Uh, I first started in theatre when I was 12 in my school's production of Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, I played a priest and I also doubled in the ensemble. Um, and since then, um, still being in high school, I've kept on doing my school's productions. Uh, February last year is when I first um, started performing with community theatre uh, as Gomez in the Adams Family. Um, and that was an absolutely amazing role for me. Uh, yeah, and then I... Um, just been since since that first show in um, 2019. I've been it's been an absolutely huge part of my life. And is theatre and the arts something you want to make a career of, or at least continue in some? Like you know, a lot of people, if you're a teacher, you're going to be doing the arts. If you're in, you just mentioned journalism, great. You know, that's going to link it in. Are you looking at a career in this space? Um, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I think I take a lot of interest in events and stuff um which kind of plays into more the behind the scenes of theater um but i also feel like i don't want to neglect the fact that i've been on stage for the past Mm. four years and i want to keep pursuing that as well and see where that takes me but um just in general i'm really keen on staying in the general performing industry um however that is Nice. Cool. All right. Anton, I had the pleasure of going and seeing a chorus line last week, and you were in that. I was So you're juggling two shows at once? I am. I am juggling two shows at once. What's that like? Um, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a yeah, lot yeah. on top of a, a full-time job, but um, no, I, I absolutely love it, so... Um, I've actually got another show lined up straight after Ghost too, so I think end of October is going to be a nice time for me because I'll be able to sleep. Can I um, ask what you're doing after Ghost? I'm doing the Music Man. Ah, right. At the okay. Care Centre. So, so you are back to back to back. I am back to back to back, but hey, I like being busy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, and, and when did the arts start for you? Oh, a long time ago. Um, my parents, when I was growing up, were doing, you know, their thespians. They were doing shows uh, while I was growing up. Um, so I sort of spent a lot of time in the theatre watching them rehearse when I was a baby um, with my brother. And then, yeah, going through school, I was I was always the sporty of, of my brother and I. Um, so he, he got into theatre quite a lot younger than I. Um, and then... Yeah, one day Dad heard me singing in the shower and decided I was actually not terrible and um, plugged me into Pirates Ben's Answer at Papakura Theatre Company. Oh, and then, uh, brilliant. Got, got hooked from there, so that was uh, that was a long time ago. But um, first first role I did after that was uh, also Jesus, and uh, I was Jesus and Jesus Christ Superstar, so good beginner wow. show that one, which um, anyone who 
knows that show, knows it's vocally not a, an easy mm. role to walk into, especially if you're a, a 15-year-old not knowing what he's doing. Um, <laughs> Throw a bit of puberty in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we got easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, and then basically hooked from there. Took about eight years off until last year um, while I was studying. So, yeah, kind of hung it up. And then um, a friend of mine sort of said, oh, do you want to come and do another show? And I was like, oh, I haven't, I haven't done a show for eight years. Why not? Let's uh, jump back into that. And then since then it's been... You know, constant. So, no, I love it. Awesome. Well, you're a natural. Good old Gil- Gilbert and Sullivan, though. You know, we need <laughs> kids of this generation to grow up with some Gilbert and Sullivan. Adam's like, what on earth is he talking about? But you know, I, as a young child myself, my uncle was always the Mikado, and he got known for it. So he was regularly playing the Mikado somewhere in New Zealand, and mm. we would track round and watch. And many a Pirates of Penzance. But it, there was something special about the. I don't know, the craziness of a Gilbert and Sullivan show that you couldn't help but get hooked into it. It's quite funny. Yeah. It's quite funny. I I think people probably overlook the writing now because it's not as, Mm. um, you know, it's not technical. It's not particularly... um, It's just crazy fun. It's just, it's funny. It's it's light and and funny and not harmful. Yeah. (laughs) It's innocent humour. It is, it is, it is. Yeah, true. There's a charm to it. Yeah. All right, Zach, when did it all begin for you? Take us back. Yeah, so I had a very interesting journey in terms of getting into acting and theatre as such. Um, I did singing beginning where I kind of looked on Google for the first time to try and start singing and um, looked at a... I was living in Cambridge at the time and looked at a local singer, tutor, and um, joined up and... I was like, you know, I just I want to do it. I've been involved with business so long. This is something I always wanted to do. I was involved with music since I was a kid, um, playing guitar and singing as such. I probably wasn't the best, to be honest, but um, jumped in. And there was a long time with my music teacher who was like, he was musical theatre based, um, wanted to get me involved with shows. And I was like, oh, do you know what? This is not for me. Um, I'll keep on singing. This is great. I'm enjoying this. I'm getting better and better. And I had a recital, and I had a producer approach my singing teacher saying, look, Zach, I want him to audition for a show. And I was like, okay, this boosts my ego. But um, I still don't think it's for me because I thought, as a lot of people do, musical theatre, you have a couple of shows in mind, um, and I'm not going to say what I thought, but... um, that yeah, that's that's where I was at, and but I thought, do you know what? I'll audition anyway. Gave it a shot. I happened to get in the show, even though my audition was terrible. <laughs> I did absolutely awful, and I remember walking into the first music rehearsal, which is sometimes the start of the process. What happens? Which happens in terms of putting on a show, and. I just remember walking into the room and everyone was absolutely incredible. And so this was when I was about 22 years old. Um, and from there, that was about 2000, end of 2019, coming 2020, which is a bad time to start mm, any yeah, kind of yeah, theatre, yeah, yeah. coming into COVID and, and enjoying it because <laughs> I tried to get into things, but obviously with COVID, everything was cancelled. Um, and then I did one out of... One show in 2021, oh, two shows in 2021, one accidentally um, after COVID. And I was like, you know what? If I'm get, I love this so much, I really just want to drive everything forward. I was just finishing up my business degree at Waikato University. Um, 
I'll finish off my degree because that's a smart thing to do and I enjoy that space. But I went to go and study and got accepted into NASDA, um, the National Academy of Singing Dramatic Arts in Christchurch. Um, so I started there last year in 2022, did my first year there, and had all intention to go and continue on my three-year degree at NASDA coming into 2023, but got accepted into a role for the Middle East tour of Shrek the Musical over in the Middle East, which um, ended up being a five-month tour, ended up playing the character of Pinocchio, (laughs) which if anyone knows the movie of Shrek, it's a hilarious role. And if you're listening to my voice right now, it sounds very different to Pinocchio, but it was funny. Well, I'm just still stuck in wondering if growing up as a child you ever thought you'd say the lines, I'm off to the Middle East to play Pinocchio. Like... That's just not what you'd expect, isn't it? That's not incredible. Theatre opens doors. It does, it yeah. does. And um, no, it was an incredible experience. Challenging, and I learnt a lot along the way, And but no, never expected it. And even with my year over in NASDA, I fully expected this year to be based in Christchurch, continuing that study, um, which I still expect to do next year, but yep. deferred it because of time difficulties and changing things up. But theatre changed my life, and I always kind of look at it as just whenever that kind of passion drives you in life to accept it and mm. change what you're doing. And Beautiful. Nice nice link into the show, show storyline that you mentioned at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Toma, this is your first time assisting directing, is it? Or directing? Yes. So I have been in the world of theatre for the past 10 or so years now. Um, originated in the band of um, youth productions, playing the clarinet as the nerd I was. <laughs> Took a look on stage and thought that looks like much more fun. <laughs> Tried my hand at it, have not gone back. And only in the last couple of years have started to have a peek behind the curtain, which has been so exciting for me. It's such a different world. It's almost a more stable option for a career in theatre, um, about as stable as it can get in the world of performing arts. But yeah, uh, this is my first step into the role of assistant director, um, so I've been getting to look at a show from a whole different perspective. I've been um, with the show right from the start, from the process of Uh, applying for all the copyright and looking at the theatres and all the sound companies and all the lighting and then through auditions and working with the band and working with this fabulous cast we've got now and now working in the tightest (coughs) show rehearsal for such a big show. It's, It's a new experience and I'm loving it. Brilliant, and thanks for keeping talking while I cough through your interview there. <laughs> it's such an experience, though, and so cool. I guess, I mean, every good director needs to have worked backstage, side of stage, on stage to sort of appreciate all those areas. Absolutely, and I am learning so much more about the world of theatre that I would never have known from just an onstage perspective. There's so much that goes into it, so so many decisions that have to be made for every moment on stage and it's really exciting for me I'm working towards directing my own show towards the end of this year um, start of next year 
And so getting an opportunity to be in an assistant role and not have all of the uh, consequences of making mistakes and get to learn from an experienced team is, is amazing. Brilliant. Now, you're on the show today because of Barfoot & Thompson's sponsorship. How important is it to have people like Barfoot & Thompson sponsoring the arts? Oh, immensely important. Um, <coughs> to put on a show like this is usually a six-digit figure. It's incredibly expensive, but it's so important f- not only for the performers but for the community that surrounds the theatre the arts just keep the community going. Um, and we couldn't do it without sponsorships like Buffett and Thompson. Really, it just... Especially with COVID, COVID was a big hit for the uh, theatre industry. And several theatre companies have actually stopped operating, which mm. is tragic to hear about. Um, and so it really is a blessing to have a company like Buffett and Thompson come in with the naming rights for a season and help keep us going. Brilliant. Well, a massive thank you to them and to all your sponsors. And thank you to everyone coming into the studio and chatting with us today. Good luck Mm. with your season ahead. I hope it goes well. People can grab tickets at ticketor.com forward slash the arts for development and we'll pop it up on our Facebook pages and things. And, yeah, we wish you every success with your season ahead. And look... Come back again and tell us whatever you're up to next. We love supporting the arts on here. But thank you guys for coming in. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you very much for having us. Now, before we play out with one of their songs, a reminder, if you've got something to talk about here, usually more in the property investment tenancy space, email us at propertymatters at barfoot.co.nz. Coming up, we've got some election specials over the next few weeks. We've got the politicians coming in to take over the studio, very different to the cast of Ghost, I imagine. Don't know that they'll be as musical, but we'll see where it goes. Uh, and this is your chance to send us questions you want to ask us to ask them on your behalf around property, investments, etc. Flick us an email, propertymatters at barfoot.co.nz and we'll fire it off to our politicians. Have a fabulous week. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in.